Welcome to the Passive Income Examiner Show, helping you navigate the muddy waters of building successful revenue streams beyond the nine to five. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland, mama of four who has a passion for living my best life and helping you do the same. I'm honored you're here and excited to offer you valuable and inspiring content. I believe we can have the freedom we desire and the happiness we deserve. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Pie Tribe, just wanted to introduce our featured guest today. Her name is Yolanda Boyrin. Yolanda is the money relationship guru behind the brand Manifest Mad Money. Her mission and goal is to help driven entrepreneurs create and manifest a life and business of their dreams, all while feeling completely fulfilled, passionate, and aligned. She is the perfect mix of strategy and woo that helps bring out the confident, thriving, and abundant version of you. So let's dive in. I know you're going to love today's episode. All right. Well, good morning, Yolanda. I'm so excited to have you on the Passive Income Examiner Show. Honestly, um, I've been really looking forward to this meeting today. I'm so excited to share what you have to offer with everybody who's listening. Um, Can you start off by just telling everybody a little bit about yourself? Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here. I feel so, so honored. And of course, I love your energy, so it makes it even better. Um, I Well, I learned about conscious creation, manifestation, and the mindset through um, my uncle, who shared his practices with me and um, surprisingly uh, consciously manifested a $42 million lottery win. That sparked my interest into diving deeper into mindset and how the brain processes information. Once I learned the basics about that, I just started applying that into my life and abundance just started flowing with ease. Um, The cars that I wanted, the vacations that I wanted, the homes that I wanted, I had really started creating a life that I wanted by the age of 21. And I thought I was like on cloud nine in this world and um and then things shifted my son was diagnosed with bipolar he attempted suicide multiple times and my world just completely changed and shattered um during that time i felt very lost and as i was doing the things that i needed to do to get through that time and really focus on me and healing my family um it led me to wanting to help others as well And so after we kind of got through the rocky part of that, I decided it was time for me to step into those shoes and money and conscious creation have been something that come very natural and easy to me. So I decided to start coaching others on how to create the money and business that they want. Every time I hear that part of your story, I get chills. And you mentioned that your uncle kind of inspired you to look into this a little more. And I I realized he, he, you said he manifested the lottery, but um, how did you know he manifested it? Like what made you realize that that was actually a conscious manifestation? Yeah, I love that you asked that um, because I, I, you know, try to narrow that down so much for people. Um, And then they're like, wait, what did he do? Okay. So when I was like, Going back to age four and five, I remember him always talking about manifesting the lottery. And there was one particular time where um, my cousins and I were out playing baseball with him at a field at a school. 
and these two little boys were riding go-karts and they like came in as we were playing baseball and zooming all around and we were just in awe you know our families could not afford things like that at that time and so he he noticed that it kind of you know we were like oh we wish we had that so he just started walking us through he was like i'm gonna manifest the lottery one day and what do you want me to buy you and then he would also talk about what he was gonna buy and he would ask us so many questions about it uh, like what color and what this and what that like he was really getting into the feeling of already having it and as i continued to get older you know as a kid it's like oh my god that's so cool my uncle's gonna manifest the lottery and as i got older and he continued to talk about this i was like oh my god my uncle is crazy please hide me you know we would go to restaurants we would go anywhere and he would just tell people this and it became so embarrassing until when i turned 17 he called me and actually told me it happened and i didn't even believe him um and then he told me what he did was he set the intention on a candle um he was in a really bad financial spot set the intention on a candle and then he took the lottery tickets and when they the candle was done burning he stuck them inside of the candle and just let it go and that's yeah that's how it happened wow so it's interesting because um i know there's been times and i'll probably reference a little bit of my own experience because i think it kind of relates to what a lot of people go through but I know there's been a lot of times in my life where I have I've done this imagining and talking like with my kids, you know, talking about our trips that I want to take and different things like that. And what I noticed, I mean, me personally, I noticed that at some point when it started to feel weird or I I questioned myself, my kids never questioned me. It was always me questioning me. I would give it up. And so I love the fact that your uncle kind of held on to that, obviously for years, you know, and, and he did it regardless of what other people would think of him. It was his own intention and it didn't really matter what other people thought. So that was, that's really brave. That's, that's a great role model. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was definitely a rebel and he was going to do what he wanted no matter what. So, <laughs> yeah. So you've been, so what exactly do you consider, call yourself? I mean, what's your title? So I call myself a money mindset and manifesting, or sorry, money mindset and business coach. Um, and I use the, you know, I use the term manifestation in my um, coaching just because I believe that we are always creating everything that's around us. Okay. And so when you're talking to prospective clients, I know you have a podcast too, don't you? Yes. Manifest okay. Do you manifest mad money? I'm just saying that again because I accidentally talked over you. <laughs> um, do you find that people find you through your podcast the most or are there other means? Yeah, so my podcast and my Facebook group are really where people find me. Okay. Um, and I was just curious if, if you ever kind of get people who maybe raise their eyebrows, like what is this manifestation stuff? Or isn't that kind of, I guess, woo-woo or, I mean, how real is it kind of thing? Do you ever find people who kind of question that and if, and if you do what do they say oh yeah definitely i've actually converted many non-believers into believers simply because i manifestation is to make something real to make it visible by the eye it's not some magical thing that many people think of like oh i'm gonna do this little ritual or i'm gonna say this thing and millions of dollars are gonna pop up you know around me 
that's not how it works. And I feel like there are way too many people teaching that sort of approach. And that just doesn't vibe with me. I um, kind of like my uncle, I'm a natural rebel. I'm not going to just believe anything that you tell me just because you, you say that, like I want proof. And so I really come at it from the scientific point. And one of the biggest things that really helps, you know, the non-believers that come to me is I do a pendulum exercise. And if you don't have a pendulum at home, guys, you can use a necklace with a charm and you can literally sit there with your thoughts and move that pendulum in any direction that you want. So first I tell them move it clockwise in a circle. Then I tell them move it counterclockwise in a circle, then back and forth away from you and then side to side. And once they do that, they're like, how did that happen? You know, because if I do it in front of them, they're like, oh, well, of course, she's like pulling the wool over my eyes. But if I have them do it and they experience it for themselves, the reality is everything in this world is energy. And you learned that in science class, atoms, molecules, energy. And so when they see that, they're really seeing the energy of their thoughts coming out and moving something. So if your thoughts, the energy from that can move that pendulum in any direction that you are thinking of, you're not saying it verbally, you're not moving your hand, it's literally just thinking with your thoughts, then that's when I tell people, take a look around you. Everything that you have in your life currently is something that was attracted to you based on energy. Yeah. I mean, you hear, I think I've heard that a lot. You know, people say, um, and uh, your mind creates what you think about, you bring about. There's a common phrase, you know. Do you know, like, can you, how does it work? Like, I know, um, I, I know when I, I tell a story about when I was moving to North Idaho and I would imagine what it would be like, <clears throat> excuse me, living in North Idaho. I lived in Arizona. I had no idea how I was going to get there. Um, it was just super important to me to move. I had this deep calling and I had an hour and a half or hour drive to work every day. And I would spend the whole time imagining what it would be like living in Idaho and feeling it and I'd never been there. So just kind of made it all up in my own mind. <laughs> and it was, it kind of got me through that boring commute. And then what I found is like each day I would look up and there would be a sticker on somebody's bumper um, that said like Idaho or Boise state or something that was Idaho related. And I always thought, Oh, that is so weird. You know, at first I was like, that is so weird. How I was just thinking about that. <laughs> and then later I became more normal to point where if I didn't see it, it was weird, if that makes sense. And so like, how, how do you suppose that that happened? Obviously I was putting a lot of energy and thoughts into that whole activity and, and in the end it actually worked out, which is pretty cool too. So obviously it works, but do you have any insight into kind of how it works? Yes. So we have something in our brains called the reticular activating system. The reticular activating system, it has many jobs in your brain, but one of them that relates to this is it kind of creates a checklist, a checklist of what, you know, things that you want to do. It's like a to-do list, like, okay, we realize this is now important to Lindsay. Let's put it on the list and we'll get to it when we can. So as you continued to think about Idaho and moving and, you know, this home that you wanted, your reticular activating system was like, okay, we now know that this is important to her. So anything that stands out about that, we're going to make sure that she sees it. We're going to make sure that that is in her vision. 
And it's almost like a, a reassurance of, yes, you can have this thing. Um, and the feeling of already having that is taking you into, you know, the energy of abundance in the sense of like, you're, you're not looking for it as though it's never going to happen. You're like, I know it's going to happen. I know it's there. And again, that reticular activating system is then putting everything into place in your life energetically in order to take you to that. Oftentimes it looks completely different than we may have, you know, like how you moved there. It may be completely different than how you thought you may be moving there. Um, but it still is finding the way to move things in your life to make it a reality. I can attest to that. I, I had no idea how it was going to happen. And I just kept not letting myself think about the how because it would distract me. Um, I just believed it was happening and I just kept taking little steps. That was that was a really big leap of faith. To me, that was a huge leap of faith. I think I learned more about faith in that experience than ever in my life. Um, and it did blow me away at every turn. It was it was one of my most favorite experiences. And what's what's I find funny, kind of it's ironic funny, <laughs> is that I could manifest a whole house and a whole experience of moving across three states, but then I find other things and I'm like, Oh, it's not working out. What's what am I doing? <laughs> different like you would think I like could be like this mass expert manifester <laughs> now I'm like so like uh you know a, a little baby starting all over again when it's a new thing I'm looking for so it's funny how that works do you have any like actual tips that people could use to maybe get started on I don't know practicing manifestation or just kind of playing around with it like you said the pendulum or maybe something they can do um in their day-to-day -day interactions with people Yes. So, okay. What I do with my clients is energy experiments. And the reality is what you just shared where you're like, you know, I was able to manifest this house three states away. And with other things, it's like, I feel like it's not working. That's resistance. That's the energy of pushing something away of feeling like you're not worthy or feeling like it's too big or feeling like, man, is this ever really going to happen? Like the fear, the doubt, the worry, that is an energy that actually pushes it away because it, what it does is it like your body is like consciously you're like, yes, I'm ready for this. But your body is like, wait, 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 we don't know how to handle that. So we're not ready to receive that. Um, and so, you know, even it's like talking to a person, you can tell when someone is trying to fake their mood or when someone's in a bad mood or, you know, it's, it's energy. So essentially everything that we do as far as like manifestation rituals and things like that is just a placebo effect. But if you want to really start to train your mindset into going to, of course I can have this. Why wouldn't I have this? I do little energy experiments with my clients. And so I'll tell them, okay, I want you to manifest a yellow butterfly within 48 hours. And then once they do that, okay, I want you to manifest a purple car within 48 hours, or now I want you to do a penny or a cup of coffee. Like it changes every time they come back to me and say they've received it. The reality is the less detached that you are to something, that reticular activating system then programs again, oh, yellow butterfly is important to her. Okay, we're going to find yellow butterflies. And then all of a sudden you pay attention and you see a yellow butterfly, whether it's printed on, you know, a magazine, whether it's on the TV commercial, whether it is a real yellow butterfly in front of you, you will find evidence of it. 
when you're resistant towards it, like when you're attached to it, like, oh, I want to, you know, create a six figure business and you feel like it's not coming. Well, the reality is it's like walking around the house with your phone in your hand and you're asking where your phone is. You are so focused on the phone not being there. You're not even paying attention that it's right there in your hand. Yes, that's a great analogy. I never thought of that. Like I'm over here like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> because yeah. that is so true how um, that has happened to me. And I, it's funny because I never, I mean, that was like a little breakthrough. I didn't even expect. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. You know, it's your brain wants to find evidence of what you believe because your brain wants to be right. So if you feel like you cannot attract something, it's going to prove you that you can attract it. If you feel like you can, then it's going to prove that you can. Okay. That makes total sense. And so basically just to kind of summarize, you're saying if somebody's super attached to something, it's almost like they're so focused on the fact that they don't have it, that it's actually pushing it away versus the, like something small that the, the butterfly that they, they could care less if they really get it. It's like, Oh, if it happens, it happens. Great. And then all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Yes. So, That's okay. why I believe in vision boards because you put something that you really, really want on this vision board and then you hang it up right in front of your face. And what you're doing is you're focusing on the lack of it not being there. So I actually tell my clients to make the vision board and then hide it. I love having you on this show because when I listen to you, you repeat to me things I've done that I didn't even realize was a manifestation technique. That's what's so mind blowing is I'm like, wait a second, I've done that. Oh, that was, you know, that worked. That worked because I had, I had created, um, I'm looking at it right now, my, my vision board in back in 2006. And I didn't have a place to keep it out that I liked it because I don't like clutter. So I had thrown it into my closet. <laughs> And then like when we were getting ready to move, I pulled it out and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's people hiking through the forest. I moved to the forest. I mean, all these things that were on my board that I had had come true that I never even had thought about in years. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. It's again, once you program your brain with this is what I want, and then you're able to release it, it all of a sudden starts moving things around because you just simply had that energy go out. You're sending out that energy of, yeah, this is exactly what I want. And the release of the fear is saying, I'm ready whenever it's ready to pop up. Okay. So you have another thing that I love about listening to your podcast and what following you on Instagram is that you have some amazing results. And, and that's another testament because it's one thing for somebody to put themselves out there as a money mindset coach, but then it's another when they say, Hey, I'm a money mindset coach and look at how many people have manifested incredible amounts of money after working with me. I mean, not to boast, but like in essence, how many do you think you've helped like just in this last year? Uh, well, I take 20 one-on-one -on -one clients on at a time and often my group sessions when I launch them have about 10 to 15. So I would say I've probably helped 30, 40 women this year alone. I love that. That's so great. And it's so exciting when they, when they pop on there and they're like, thanks Yolanda. It's, it's one thing to be able to, and I've said this before, it's one thing to be able to receive money yourself. 
but it's another to completely have your clients turn their entire lives around. And that is really what lights me up. I've had women go from making zero to 10 K months and women going from $3,000 a month to $25,000 a month. Like it, it just, you know, it's so much easier than we make it out to be. So how can people work with you? Um, so right now I take on one-on-one -on -one clients. So if they are interested, they can schedule a free consultation call with me, um, head to my website, manifestmadmoney.com and fill out the little calendar invite and we'll get on a call and see if we're a good fit. Do you have any other words of wisdom or any sort of encouragement you can offer people? Like a lot of our listeners are, are working people who desire more freedom and flexibility with their life, who maybe um, they're not so much necessarily fixated on a certain dollar amount, but just being able to replace their income so that they can have that freedom in their, in, you know, in their life. Do you have any words of wisdom or inspiration that kind of comes to you for them? Yes. First things first, follow the nudges that you get. If you set the intention that you want to, you know, receive a little bit more money, whether that be through your career or a side hustle or, or whatever it is, um, set the intention and then follow the nudges that come afterwards. That's your reticular activating system, trying to open things and trying to show you that it is possible and how it's going to be possible. And then the second thing is anything that we want in life, whether it's money, whether it's love, whether it is, you know, um, to lose weight or, or a successful business, it all boils down to self-worth and what you're willing to settle for and what you're ready to expand. We prefer, um, we as humans, we prefer familiar hells over unknown heavens. So when we start to up level and we start to change and we start to expand our mindset, the ego comes up and fear comes up and worry and doubt. But if you just know that that is a temporary feeling to going after what everything that you want, whatever you settle for is what you get. So you might as well just choose something that you really, really want. <laughs> that is great advice. That is wonderful advice. Well, I tell you what, I'm telling everybody out here, um, I follow Yolanda on her podcast and on Facebook. And in just a few little nuggets that um, she has shared, actually, I don't think I shared my story of what drew me to you originally. We were, oh, no. yeah, we, we'd been friends for a while on Facebook, but we never talked or kind of connected. It was kind of one of those just social acquaintance type things. And um, one day she posted something and she said, you don't have to feel good to manifest. And I was like, what, what? <laughs> because all I had ever heard was, oh, your thoughts create things. And so I would intentionally focus on feeling happy and good. Even if something bad was happening, I'd look at the silver lining and it became a compulsion. Honestly, it came to the point where I was really BSing myself and I wasn't letting myself have the real feelings or even experiences to the point where I couldn't create anything. It was like I was in this limbo. And uh, when you when you said that, you, I, I, I don't remember if you had a whole post about it or if I ended up listening to a podcast, but somewhere along there, you, you went into it a little deeper and you started talking about setting intention. And all of a sudden, this light bulb went off for me. I'm like, okay, 
really, it's not about, I mean, it is about energy, but if, if I were to take that high level esoteric type conversation and kind of dumb it down for people like me, who <laughs> were like, I don't really get it. <laughs> I saw it so clearly when you said it's just setting your clear intention of what you want. And then one morning I tested out your theory. I, I was my dog. I needed to take her to the vet. And I was really starting to worry when I left the house about the bills and what was it going to turn into? And was the vet going to like judge me for being a bad dog owner because of her condition? And I mean, I was just having a whole mess of negative emotion and your, your post popped in my head and I'm like, hold it. I am setting an intention of fear and doubt. So I cleared my intention and I said, I just paused. I said, I intend the vet is going to be loving and kind and that finances are going to work out and I'm going to have plenty to make this work. And I let it go. Like, I just was like, I'm not thinking about it anymore. Literally, this happened from my house to the vet. And when I got there, everything I thought of happened. And I was like, boom, it's not, it's enter, it's intention. It's like, I had to just see clearly that it was what my mind was making it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense now. <laughs> You know, it's crazy. I use the analogy of if you were to walk into a party and let's say two people were arguing right before you got there. And when you get there, they're trying to pretend like everything is fine. Even through them trying to pretend everything is fine, like where you were trying to pretend like you're always positive or you're trying to pretend, you know, the energy of the tension was still there and you can still tell like something's off. So that's what it is with setting your intentions of like, you can't put on a fake positive and then expect like that the energy is going to change. That doesn't, all you're doing is just shoving that energy down into your body, which then creates a trauma response in the body. And that's honestly where, you know, I'm not a doctor, but that's where like disease and things stem from. But if you're having a bad moment, like how many times have we woke up and maybe something doesn't go our way and we're like, I'm having a bad day. Well, are you really having a bad day or are you having a bad moment? Okay, I'm having a bad moment. Now I'm going to go ahead and focus on what it is that I really want, which then sets the tone and the energy and changes the entire result. For the logical people, I know you said like you you have some people that in your life are more of the logical, like, mm, I don't know that I believe in manifestation. There is a woman, Brooke Castillo, she owns the Life Coach School, and essentially she teaches the same thing I teach, which is conscious creation, but she doesn't call it manifestation. She just calls it the model. And what she says is that our circumstances are creating our thoughts our thoughts then create our feelings, our feelings then create our actions, and our actions then create our results. And it's so true. You can have the same circumstance and a completely different thought about the circumstance, and that determines how you show up. And the way that you show up determines the result that you wind up getting. So really, we're all manifesting all the time. We're just maybe not aware of it. All the time, whether... <laughs> or unconsciously. And that's why I say you might as well just create something that you really, really want. You just have to believe that you're actually worthy of it. It all goes back to self-worth. Well, that's phenomenal. I love listening to your show and following you and I encourage everybody to do so. That's why I wanted to share you with the world. <laughs> I'm I'm it anyway. I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> 
Oh, thank you so much for being on. And um, also, do you have a way for people to connect with you on social? Or what platform are you on the most? I am on um, Instagram as well as Manifest Mad Money. Those are the two places I'm at the most. Hey, friends, I hope you got a lot out of today's episode. If you did, please make sure to share it with three people you know that would get a lot out of it, too. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review on iTunes. It truly would mean the world to me. And I would love to connect with you on Instagram. Please make sure to follow me at the Passive Income Examiner and send me a DM letting me know what you think of the show. Have a great week.